Hello, stylish leaders. Matthew Simmons here. I want to welcome you to another amazing podcast episode. We got another great one here lined up for you. Another great Sunday sermon. We're going to be talking about the parable of the talents. And this is going to be found in Matthew chapter 25, verses 14 through 30. We're not going to read all of them. So we're just going to kind of glance over that. I'm sure many of you are aware of it. But there's some leadership principles in there that I want you to kind of understand. And we're also going to kind of tie in one of John Maxwell's uh, principles called the law of the lid. And I want to really emphasize that again. I'm sure you've probably heard me talk about it before, but we're going to emphasize it again here because one thing in leadership that's very essential is operating in your strengths and using your strengths to your advantage and what you're not strong in, what you're weak in. You really don't want to spend too much time on that because you're going to take away from valuable time and actually functioning what you're good at. So that's where you leverage your time with a team of people, with partners, with people who can come alongside you and say, let me pick up the slack for where you lack and I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll implement what I'm good at. And that's what we see in the talents. And what I really want to emphasize here is being faithful with what you have because you'll be able to have more ability to use your talents and you'll be able to get more accomplished. So, um, So I'm going to kind of read it quickly here. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And he gave one five. And then that individual, I'm going to kind of paraphrase this. He traded those five talents and he got another five. Then he gave one two and he also gained two in a similar fashion. But he also gave one individual one talent. And this individual dug in the earth, buried the talent so he wouldn't lose it. So basically what happened is, is he gave one person five talents. He gave, let's say he gave somebody, I don't know, $5,000. And that person, for whatever reason, was able to double that money, whether it be through investing or a good business deal, or was able to just had a good savvy and got $10,000. Um, you know, he was either able to trade stock well, he was able to invest in, in real estate or whatever, but he got five, he got, so he doubled his money, $10,000. So he gives $2,000 to one individual and he is able to get 2,000 more. So he's able to get 4,000. So he's, he's able to manage his resource and doubled his resource. He was given less because he might not be as skilled as the one who had five, but he's, he's skilled and he's able to double it. So this is this person, he's obviously trustworthy with what he has. So this individual, these two individuals are worthy of getting more. So they've got skill sets, they've got knowledge and expertise, they're trustworthy. So they've got, they use, they get the most out of what they've got. They double it, not only do they not lose it, but they double it. The third person gets $1,000, okay. This person's so afraid to lose the money, they don't take any risk, they don't, they don't do anything to put forth effort, they, they just totally bury the money and they don't do anything with it, they just sit on it. They just sit on it, so they're afraid of loss, so their fear binds them and they don't do anything at all, so they just sit there and they don't get anything accomplished. They don't use their gifts to their ability, their giftings, they don't use their talents or anything to that nature, they just bury it. And so what ends up happening is, is they all go back to their master, they all go back to their boss or their team lead or whatever. I'm gonna kind of make it a little more modern. They all go back and they say, you know what? You know, you gave me five, I got you 10. You gave me two, I got you four. You know, all great, you know. Well, this is where we hear, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been entrusted with little, you will now be entrusted with more. So now they've been able to, their faithfulness earned them more opportunities, more resource, more abilities to exercise their strengths, to learn, to grow, to steward. So they were they were good with what they had and their, their master or their boss or you know their, their leader said, you know what, let me get you another assignment. Let me get you more to do. And the person with, the one talent or the thousand or whatever, you know, in the case of this story, the thousand bucks, 
uh, said, you know what? I was so afraid. I didn't want to lose it. I didn't want to disappoint you. Uh, so here's your, here's your money back. I did nothing. And then that person, so it was pretty much chastised and said, you know, you have a little faith. You know, you, you could have at least put it in the bank, earned interest. You could have done something with it. But now I'm going to give your talent to the one who has five. Um, and so the point I'm making in this passage, in this parable, is that when you have a talent or a gifting, uh, you don't want to sit on it. Because see, what happened was is, uh, we see it, it's, uh, it's in verse 28. It says, Take therefore the talent from him, the one who had one, and give it unto him that hath ten talents or the one who originally had five and who doubled it to 10. So the person who has, if you see the rich get richer, the reason they keep getting richer or they keep getting more opportunities is because they keep being faithful what they have. A leader always has to walk in a place of faithfulness. They always have to walk in a place of using their gifts to the benefit of those around them. And they always have to utilize their strengths. All these individuals, I'm sure all these individuals had a strength, but the first two operated in their strength. And I venture to say the third one in this story did nothing with it because they either tried to, they were afraid that they had to know, do something or know something that they were not strong in, so they did nothing at all. You don't want to get to a place where you're doing nothing at all. That's a very dangerous place to be. And the reason it's very dangerous is because you don't ever, ever want to be somebody that's known as someone who's not faithful, who's someone that's not true to their word. You don't want your reputation to be like, oh, this is, we know so-and-so because they're not going to show up or they're going to say they're going to show up and then they don't come. You never want to be that person. The reason you don't want to be that person is because your name is your character. Your name and your character is what you have. So your reputation will go before you, good or bad. And yes, there's going to be people who are going to try and tarnish it. There are going to be people who are going to make you out to be someone that you're not. That's always that's always going to happen. Someone's There's always going to be someone that doesn't like you. Okay, so that doesn't mean that you don't be aware of your surroundings and try to safeguard yourself. But I'm just saying there's always going to be someone that's going to try and come against your character. And the reason they're coming against your character is because they know that's all you have. Everyone, you think you have more than you have. Really, all you have is your name, a good name, and reputation. Because that's, you know, that's what you've got to always guard against. That's why you always have to guard yourself. You always have to guard your mind. Always have to be aware of your surroundings. Always have to be aware of what's going on around you. Because you don't ever want to be put in a position to where your character is compromised. Because that's where trust is lost. So what you want to do is you want to be somebody that says, you know what? My word is my bond. I'm a man or woman of my word. I'm a man or woman of integrity. So when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Uh, if something comes up, I'm going to communicate properly and effectively. I'm going to you know, send my apologies because I know life happens, stuff happens. But you want to make sure that a champion will always show up anyway. And that's what happens. That's what the first two individuals in, this, in the parable of the talents had. They had integrity. They had a personal integrity that could be trusted. All three of them really had it because someone had one talent. But one was faithful and one, two were faithful and one wasn't. And the thing that happens is, is the person who wasn't faithful, that individual's name was, that's the person that's never going to get th- anything accomplished that you give them. They're not going to be faithful with it, so don't even give them anything. And that's a harsh lesson to learn, but so many people want to be a leader, but when little things get put upon them, they back out because, oh, all of a sudden my time, my schedule doesn't work out, or, or I'm going to show up when it's convenient. Or, but if you've made a commitment, you have to be bound to your commitment. Now, if you can't do it anymore, then you have to communicate that effectively. And a leader will always communicate effectively to the best of their ability. We'll talk more of that in another podcast. But you have to always 
Utilize your strengths to your advantage and always understand that your name is your bond. When you walk into a business meeting, when you walk into a, a sale, when you walk into a, a, an opportunity to do any form of ministry or nonprofit work, or entrepreneurial work, whatever it might be, your name goes before you. You're referred usually or you're about to make a first impression and you need to make sure that as a leader, as someone who walks with integrity, as someone who's intentional about how they carry themselves, you have to say, I'm going to be someone that's going to style myself in a pattern in a way. Because style is basically, all style is, is you're, you're taking intentional look and focus in patterning yourself, patterning, patterning your wardrobe in a certain manner to make you look good. Well, you can do the same thing to your character. Style yourself in such a way to where your character and your word is your bond where people say, you know what? If they say this is going to happen, you can, you can put it on the board. They're going to be there. They're going to be there when they get there. They're going to be there on time. They're going to be there when their schedule allows it. And they're going to get here as soon as they can because they're going to arrange their schedule to be here because they prioritize their word. When they say they're going to be somewhere, they're going to be there and they're going to use their strengths to the advantage. And, and that's what they bring to the table. They bring this ability. They bring this ability. And they focus on that ability and they get the job done and they're faithful with it. So that's what uh, that's what I really have gleaned from this passage here uh, this past week is just be someone that is true to your word. You know what's going to happen. You know your word is your bond. And this is a big thing. We got to really rally to this as leaders, as people who want to be something special, something big. So we got to understand that when we give our word, that we need to keep it. And we also have to understand that we have strengths that we have strengths and giftings that God has given us. It could be it could be administrative work, it could be sales, it could be musical ability, athletic ability, it could be an ability to relate to people, it could be the uh, ability to rally and organize people to events, to plan events, um, to do logistical work, to to cook, to sew, to clean. You don't know what all your giftings are. Maybe it's you have a, the gift of a smile and a handshake and a hearty laugh and you make people feel special and you make people feel accepted and you, you, light, you lighten and brighten people's days and you put a smile on people's face or maybe you're just a very stoic person that's good with numbers and you keep the books balanced and you know what to do and you know how to keep a good budget and you know how to keep people online on task and organized and structured. Maybe you're a very good speaker. Maybe you're a very good author. Maybe you're great at writing. Maybe you're very uh, astute at a f- any kind of form of bookkeeping and payroll. Maybe that's, maybe that's what you're really good at. I'm sure I just mentioned that. But again, I can't stress that enough because I'm not good at it. Maybe you're very good at, at mass communication. Maybe you're very good at emails and texting and you're very good at forming templates to send out and to keep you know, people on on task. Maybe you're good at organizing templates to keep businesses running or churches running. Maybe you're good at that kind of administrative work. Or maybe you're good at or keeping, you know, having high energy and you, you, you get, you might have a, a business meeting that's in the morning and you're very hype, hyper and hyped up and you're like a DJ type. You bring the energy, you bring the, you know, you bring that enthusiasm. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's your strength. Whatever it is, you got to use that to your ability. And when you say you're going to show up, you show up, okay? Because that's what these individuals did with the talents that were faithful. They showed up. They used their ability. They, they were faithful what they had, and they showed up. They used their strengths and their ability to further whatever their master or their boss or whatever uh, was trying to accomplish. And they were well-pleased in them. So when you go to your business, when you go to your job, when you go to your task, you want to make sure you behave in the same manner. So thank you for listening. 
Uh, again, you know where to find us on the podcast. I'm going to kind of run through them really quickly here. We have Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Google uh, Podcast, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Also, Instagram and YouTube as well for other YouTube videos and Instagram posts, just stylish leadership across the board for motivational content. And again, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I'd like to connect with you. We got all kinds of different uh, ways for you to succeed here with events that happen throughout the week around the Metroplex, uh, a variety of events. And I'm always wanting to duplicate myself into people who want to be a leader. So reach out to me because you got greatness inside of you. So on your own side, my friends, you're fearfully wonderfully made. We'll catch you in the next podcast episode. Peace.